Hello there, and welcome back to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Brown, and our mission here at BU is to help the world become a happier place, one person at a time. Here to give you some inspiring new ideas and to remind you that you're never alone. On today's episode, I want to talk about something that I saw in a Netflix Netflix documentary. Netflix of all places. So big up to everybody on here who's got a Netflix account or know someone who's got a Netflix account who shares a password with them. (laughs) What have you been watching on Netflix recently? Apart from what I'm going to talk about in a bit, recently I've been watching um, the Umbrella Academy. Watched the first four or five episodes of that. Seems pretty cool so far. Um, Anne-Marie was heavy on the rom-coms a few nights ago, <laughs> and uh, I was casually watching them while she was fully invested. Um, but yeah, Netflix is just a, is a great place to catch on, catch on to some, you know, some really cool programs. And a few months back, I found something that intrigued me straight away, and I wanted to bring to the podcast today and talk about it. So this show that I watched was called Stutz, and it was put together by Jonah Hill. Now, for those of you who are keen on your movies, you will know the name Jonah Hill. He's a famous actor. Um, his breakthrough movie, in my opinion, it might not be because I'm not like a film buff, but in my opinion, his breakthrough movie was Superbad, um, which came out quite a few years ago now. And it's a comedy about some high school kids who get at some shenanigans on their prom night. Cool movie. Really cool. Um, not prom. Just it's some sort of party, some sort of party shenanigans take place, and it's pretty funny. But anyway, that's what I remember Jonah Hill from. He then went on to have a big career, but he's somebody who has very publicly talked about his challenges with mental health and that whole arena. And so I was really fascinated to watch this documentary called Stutz because what it actually was was a conversation between himself and his therapist, hence the name Stutz, because his therapist's name is Phil Stutz. And I watched it with I watched it and and I really, really enjoyed what I saw. A couple of things that I enjoyed. One, I really liked the therapist and I liked his style. He had a really good energy around him. You know, he's an experienced therapist, been around for a very, very long time. Um, decades and decades in the game and he you can tell clearly that he's good at what he does and you could also tell that he and Jonah Hill have built an excellent relationship which would be great for therapy or coaching or anything like that there's a really good rapport between the two of them you could tell they enjoyed spending time with each other and they would very quickly switch from you know just having an everyday banter type conversation into really deep and profound conversations where a lot of insight was being shared and I really enjoyed that dynamic and you could tell that Phil Stutz really wanted Jonah to go you know go and have a great life and 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 wanted the best for him and for me that's some of the recipes for any of these relationships in terms of like a coaching or mentorship or therapy capacity that you get yourself into that is such a big component. Somebody I know messaged me recently and was talking about wanting to, was thinking about joining a new group that they're seeing on the internet. And I was like, well, does it look good or not? And she was like, well, I'm not sure it's just going to be like everything else. And I said to her, in my humble opinion, one of the key things with therapy, counseling, mentorship, coaching, whatever, is a really good fit between the person receiving the coaching, the guidance, whatever it is, and the person who's giving it out. There has to be a good fit there. Um, so it, it's a combination of the, you know, the, the, the capacity of the facilitator to bring that about 
and then the willingness of the person receiving that to take it on board and apply it and use it. And then you'll have a great dynamic happening. If that's not there, even if you've got a great therapist and, you know, someone who says, Hey, I want help. If you've not got that dynamic going on, chances are it's not going to go very far. And so it was really cool to see in this documentary that John Hill's therapist and himself, John Hill himself had this really cool rapport going on. And the documentary overall was excellent. I would recommend you to go watch it. If you have an interest in mental health, if you have an interest in therapy and what it might be like to have a therapist, if you have interest in coaching, maybe you're a coach yourself and you want to see another practitioner's take on things, or if you're just interested in that world, it's definitely worth a watch because you will get something from it. But what the thing in particular that I wanted to bring to the podcast today that I took from this documentary was one of Phil Stutz's um, concepts and methods that he shares with his clients that he says he has found that this has been one of the most beneficial things that he shares with his clients. And so when I heard it and I really resonated with it and it's something that, you know, I'm bought into as well, then I thought I'm going to bring it onto podcast and talk about it here. And so he describes it as the life force. And he said the reason why in his, and I'm paraphrasing massively here. So it's sort of his words, but it's my take on his words. So it's not going to be word for word what you'd hear if you watch the documentary. But in essence, what he was saying was when people come to him and they might feel a little bit flat, a little bit lost, um, you know, in life, it's just not working out for them at that moment. One of the things that he shares with them quite quickly is to go away and work on the life force, on their life force. And I'll describe what the life force is in a minute and the bits that are involved in it. The reason why he says that this is impactful is because when people are working on their life force, they start to feel better very quickly, irrespective of their circumstances. So usually, and a lot of the time, when people in circumstances that aren't favorable or, you know, in the eyes of that person, they're not favorable, they can be swamped with that and can feel like until I move out of that particular scenario, I can't possibly feel better. I can't feel good, etc. And so you're in a situation there where you feel bound by the situation you find yourself in. Whereas what Stutz was saying, Phil Stutz was saying is that this idea of the life force gives you something to focus on aside from the circumstance so you don't get lost in that it gives you something else to put your attention on your energy on that could serve you really well and then as you start to reap rewards from that you start to feel better as a result of feeling better you feel more capable of handling the difficult scenarios that you find yourself in you might find yourself more proactive you might find yourself more energized to go and tackle those things that need tackling and therefore it's almost like a um a positive form of momentum that's starting to work in your favor. And so I, I'm going to have to ask you to do some visualizing for me. If visualizing is difficult or challenging for you, what I would do for you, if you want to really record this idea and get a hold of it, is grab yourself a pencil or a pen and a bit of paper, and then you can draw this out and then you can see it along with me. So if you've managed to go and get some pencil and paper, have I said it right? Pencil and paper. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, when you're editing in your head as you're talking, that's what I was doing there and I got a bit jumbled. <laughs> if you manage to go and get those things, what you then need to do is, first of all, draw a largest triangle. Okay, so you want to draw a triangle first. Then within the triangle, you want to draw three lines so that the triangle has got three segments to it. All right? So you've drawn your triangle and then inside, you want to draw a line horizontally across to make like one chunk, then draw another horizontal line across, 
to then you will have three chunks overall. You'll have your chunk at the top, your chunk in the middle, and your chunk at the bottom, all right? Hopefully, you're still with me. Then, you're then going to put words. We're going to put a word in each chunk to remind you what they represent. And these things together represent what Phil Stutz describes as our life force. So in the bottom chunk, you're going to write the word body. We're going to come back to that in a minute. In the middle chunk, you're going to write the word people. And we'll come back to that. And in the top chunk, you're going to write yourself. Cool. So those three chunks represent what Phil Stutz means by the life force. So let's go into each one now in a little bit more detail to flesh out specifically what was he saying about each one. Body, I think, speaks for itself. So he was saying, and I agree with this, that one thing that anybody can focus on improving, which will help them feel better straight away, is their physical health. So whether it's an increase in your movement and activity level, whether it's more awareness around what we're putting into our body, maybe it's one thing in that in that area of health or well, you know, physical wellness that we've wanted to take up for a while and then but we haven't and we finally do. Whatever it is in that area that you think would be an easy, and this is an important thing in terms of habit formation, an easy change to make that will then give you a quick return. Yeah? So let's say you've gone the last five, 10 years, and you know you're chronically dehydrated, you dried up like a prune, and you know that just drinking one glass of water more a day would, would make you feel a lot better. Starting that routine, starting that ritual, that starts that positive forward momentum. And so looking at the body in ways that we can treat it a little bit better is, is one of the foundational points in the life force. So looking after our physical health a little bit better. And I don't think we need to go into too much detail about that, why that's beneficial. Everybody who's listening to this knows that when you look after your health, you just feel better in yourself. You know, recently I've started training a lot more. I've been training strength and I've been training my mobility. And and I didn't realize quite how inflexible I had become until I'm starting to get a few slight wins in my mobility training now. And it is great to see that progress happening and it does make me feel an awful lot better. And so the body is the bottom rung there. Now let's move up to the next one where it says people. Now, the word that I wrote down wasn't people. I just wanted to tell you exactly how Phil Stutt shared it. What I wrote down was relationships. And what he says, and this, and, and I found this to be true, that the quality of the relationships in your life play a huge part in the quality of your life overall. I'm going to say that again. The quality of the relationships you have in your life plays a large part in the quality of your life overall. If you have fantastic, life-giving, enjoyable relationships, then chances are your life is going to feel rich and fulfilled. If you are in toxic, narcissistic, painful relationships, chances are your life is going to feel less good because of that. And so obviously step one is looking at the quality of our relationships overall, you know, and, and sort of taking that inventory. But then other aspects of that is looking at those relationships that maybe have slipped away that can sometimes easily slip away by accident. You know what I mean? So the relative that we wanted to reach out to for ages, but we haven't got around to it because we've been too busy. 
that mate that we've comes to mind all the time, that friend that we've been thinking of, but we've forgotten to send them a message, send them a text, give them a call, whatever. Those elements there, they're really important to look at and to be proactive on. Because one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of us can hang back and wait for the other person in the relationship to make the call or get delivered a message, um, send an email, whatever it is. We're waiting on the other person. Whereas what Phil Stutz encouraged in the documentary, and, and, and I, I've been guilty of that in the past, and when he said it, it like hit me like, that's true, is if there's someone important to you that you want to hear from, don't wait for them to get in touch with you. You get in touch with them because it's important to you. You're the one who's recognized that you want it. You're the one who's recognized that it's important. Therefore, you can get in touch with them just as easily as they can get in touch with you. And so looking after our relationships, and it means relationships in all contexts, you know, romantic, um, family, friends, work colleagues, peers, relationships in general. If we're looking after those and nurturing those, then they have a massive impact on the quality of our lives and how we experience it. And then the last one at the top of the pyramid is self. So focusing on yourself and what that, the context that Phil Stutz put that in was focusing on awareness of yourself, awareness of your experience. So turning inward and looking at your experiencing experience focusing on what you've experienced, reflecting on your experience and seeing if there's any anything that you can discover from that that's going to help you more. Like the obvious way that a lot of people do this is through journaling, um, di- diaries, that sort of thing. Journaling has massive benefits. And I do think that journaling has got a bit of a bit of a bad rap out there because when people hear journaling, they just think about, you know, you know, back in the day when we were a lot younger, maybe in school and might have done a diary and people go, oh dear diary, today was a great day because, you know, Jerry said that my hair looked nice, whatever. People start thinking about just writing a diary like that. And, and look, I'm not dissing that. There's nothing wrong with that. And if, if that's what you're into, then go for it. But there are many other ways to journal and there's many other things that you can journal. And so just because you hear the word journaling or keeping a diary, let's not fall into the habit of just thinking that that looks one way and then dismissing that. Are there any other ways that we could do that? You know, so one thing that I used to do back in the day was I would record my wins for the day. Well, I would record my wins, those things that went well, and I would record my lessons, those things that on reflection didn't go great. So that, you know, I try and minimize the the chances of those things happening again. Another thing that I've recorded in the past is gratitude, things that I've been thankful for in my life. I still sort of do that. I just don't write it down, but I do take time to think of the things that I am thankful for. And that does make a major impact, does have a major impact on me, something that I really just enjoy doing. So I've continued to do it. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's so many different ways to journal. So we can be creative with that. And it might even be that we don't need to journal, but we take a more proactive stance on being more self-aware, recognizing ourselves, seeing ourselves truly, recognizing how we're walking through the world and then asking the question of reflection, like, is that actually how I want to, is that how I want to go through the world? 
Is this a representation of what I truly want to be? And asking those challenging questions of ourselves, because if we don't go there and ask those challenging questions from a place of self-awareness and reflection, then we never get those, we never get that, that realization that, that we're ready to move on, that we're ready to grow, that we're ready to maybe evolve in some way, shape or form and do things in a different way that we haven't considered before. And so that's why that relationship with yourself, that recognition of yourself, that heightened sense of self-awareness is such an important tool. And so I really wanted to share just that one concept from the documentary, because for me, I thought it was majorly powerful. And there's a lot in there that you could take away and run with straight away. Um, you don't need to go to therapy for that. It's right there and available for you to use. And if you do take the time to be intentional about how you treat your body, be intentional about how you treat your relationships and be intentional in your level of self-awareness, there is no doubt in my mind that it will increase the quality of your life and it will improve your sense of wellness and happiness on a day-to-day basis. So that's why I wanted to come and share that with you today. I hope it's been beneficial to listen to. Some things for reflection. Which area of the life force in your eyes do you think you could go away and get some quick wins from straight away? Is it going to be the body that you would focus on? Would it be the body? Would it be looking at your relationships? Or would it be looking at your self-awareness? Which area do you think needs a little bit more attention? When I saw this documentary, it really cemented for me that I wanted to pay more attention to my physical health. It cemented that idea for me. And I've been on that journey now for a few months where I've been much more intentional about training and exercising again. And I do feel a lot better for it. I don't today because I played football yesterday. And today I've got some serious muscle soreness going on. So I'm not, I'm not feeling like that today. But I do know once my muscles recover that I will be feeling great again in that way. And so definitely food for thought, something to think about. I hope you found this episode enjoyable. I hope you found it informative. I hope it's given you something to take away and reflect on that will impact your life in a positive way. If you've enjoyed this episode and you want to support the cause of more people finding out about this podcast, there's a few things you can do. One thing you can do is leave us a review of the show wherever you're listening to it. It just helps other people get an idea of what we're about, especially if you write a comment about it. And Big thanks to everybody who has done that already so far. I massively appreciate you taking the time, energy, and effort to get that done. Thank you so much. Another thing you can do to support the cause, if you want to, is you can um, share this episode or any other episode that you think has been good with somebody in your circle. So it might be a friend. You think, you know what? They could massively benefit from hearing that or a family member, um, a partner, whoever. So if there's anybody who you think would gain benefit from hearing um, this episode or any other, then sharing that with them, you know, just again, it's just, it's like that word of mouth vibe. More people hear about it, more people enjoying it, more people gaining benefit. So I massive, massive thank you in advance to anybody who's also doing that. And another thing you can do is you can subscribe to the podcast. The reason to do that is so that every time I drop a new episode, you get, inf- you get informed and it will pop up on your, your mobile device. And that's how most people listen to podcasts these days. So that you know, I've put some new content out there. You don't need to come come back and check all the time and see, is there anything new? It's all there for you. Plus, you'll then be able to download all the other episodes and work through those. And there's, I think we're up to, this might be episode 77, something like that. So there's a lot to, there's a lot to get through. If you want to, 
you don't have to. <laughs> I know there's so many other things that we could be doing. So I'm not saying you have to do that. And I must say, I really, really do appreciate all the people who are listening. It's amazing to me that people still continue to listen and long may it last. So I'm going to leave you there. Whatever you're up to the rest of your day, I hope it goes your way. Be blessed. Be you. And I'll see you on next episode.